Hey, lovely lady, are you tired of the weight loss roller coaster? You know, gain some, lose some, gain some, lose some. Are you tired of being sick and tired? If you are ready to live a life of vitality, have more energy, less aches and pains, have more happiness, less depression, more hopefulness, less anxiety, then you have definitely come to the right place. I'm Melanie Borbo, your host and um, with your Vibrant Wellness, and this is the podcast, Weight Loss and Wellness Mastery. And on this journey that we will take together, I have many little tips and tools that you can simply implement into the day immediately. So stay tuned. I got lots for you. Take care. Hey friend, how are you doing with sleep? Did you know that sleep deprivation can cause people to be overweight, can cause people to um, have mental fog and, and just want to eat all the wrong things? Sleep deprivation can make it really hard for us to make decisions like wise decisions, like we can still make decisions, but they are not as, they're not the good choices that we would have made potentially if we were, you know, not sleep deprived. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. I was, I was recently talking to uh, a, a woman who was told by a nutritionist, uh, I think it was a nutritionist, to, that she needed to, you know, she, she needed to basically go to bed four hours earlier every day, which is excellent. I mean, this lady typically goes to bed at one, you know, no earlier than one in the morning, but then she has to deal with family stuff early in the morning, right? Her kids are needing her, her husband's needing her. And, um, you know, she's, she's just got to be on first thing in the morning. And so she is perpetually running on sleep deprivation or exhaustion. So she was talking to someone and this other professional told her that she has to start going to bed by 10 o'clock every night, which I agree, right? 10 o'clock is a fantastic time to go to bed because there's more healing that happens in our body between, between like before midnight than after midnight. So this, the more sleep we can get before midnight, the, the better we're going to feel, the more energy we're going to have, the more mental clarity we're going to have, the more you know, we're going to be able to, to stay away from the bad temptations of foods that we know we shouldn't eat and all those things. So I I totally agree with a 10 o'clock bedtime is fantastic. However, just like I told this woman, you can't make that leap instantly. You can't go from going to bed at 1am to all of a sudden deciding I'm going to bed at 10. I mean, you can try, but chances are it will, it will backfire on you. You will, you will get overwhelmed by the amount of time that you feel like you're losing and you'll just quit. And that's, that's what this woman had, had said to me when she said, there's no way I can't, I can't go to bed at 10. Like, do you know how much I have to get done before then? And I, I got that as soon as she said that this, this professional wanted her to start, you know, cutting four hours out of her day and, and getting more sleep. So here's what I said to her was that you take baby steps because yes, I absolutely agree that we as a, as a nation are typically sleep deprived. Many, many, many people are sleep deprived. And, and the reason is, is because a, we have, you know, TVs and social media and phones and computers and all this stuff that keep us busy. We work more hours. There's so many more things in our day that we want to get done 
And, you know, everything comes down to, you know, I, I just don't have enough time. I got to get stuff done. Or you just get addicted to watching something or listening to something and you just don't get to sleep. Or stress, right? Stress is the other reason why people don't sleep. I mean, there, there's lots and lots of reasons why people don't sleep. I shouldn't say there's only those ones, but I'll, I'll get to those in a minute. But for now, I wanted, what I told her was in order to, to start to achieve this 10 o'clock bedtime, she has to start small with small, small steps, right? Because a small step is achievable. A huge, gigantic leap like four hours is not achievable. So I said to her, I said, if your bedtime typically is one o'clock now, then how about you make it, you make a decision that, you know, tonight I'm going to go to bed at, I said, you know, 1230 because half an hour should be doable. But if half an hour is still too much for your brain to wrap itself around, then start in 15 minute intervals, right? Just say no, by, by quarter to one, I'm going to be in bed, but I'm going to go with half an hour because it's just easier. So, so let's say, you know, 1230, you know, you're going to be in bed by 1230. Okay. So what has to happen in order for you to be asleep by 1230? Well, you want to start turning down the lights an hour before you want to be in bed. So at 1130, you want to start shutting off your phones, shutting off your computer, shutting off your TV, turning things down, you know, maybe have some, some nice chamomile tea, like warm chamomile tea, have a, maybe have a warm bath, not a hot bath because hot water is, is stimulating. It's just a warm bath to relax you. You want to start kind of letting go of things that were bugging you through the day, right? So if you have to write down your to-do list for the next day, if you have to write down the things that are stressing you out, it, like whatever, just get it out of your head. Whatever those things are, um, whatever those things are that that are, that are weighing heavy on your mind or your heart, just write them down or somehow get them out of your head. Okay. So this hour before you want to go to bed is, is prime time. It's prime time. And, and you want to start doing those things every night before you go to bed so that your body becomes aware that, Hey, bedtime is coming. I'm going to, my body's starting to slow down. So it, it gets in a habit, right? Your brain gets in the habit of saying, Oh, sleep is coming. Like sleep is coming. And this is especially important in the beginning when you're first trying to tra- change a new habit, like to start to go to bed earlier. So you want to do that. You want to, so you want to do the, the 1230, let's say, like I'm just saying, if your bedtime was one and you're trying to get to go to bed earlier. So start that for, make sure you're good at going to bed at 1230. Make sure you're good at falling asleep, you know? And, and so doing these things that I tell you to do will help you to, to, um, you know, start that, that pathway in your brain about what bedtime looks like, you know, instead of it being a stressful time, instead of it being a a time where you know you're going to lay there for an hour and not go to sleep, you can start to train yourself so that it is, it is a time of, oh, this is, this is good time. This is quiet time. This is, oh good. I get to, you know, I get to whatever, lay in bed and read the book that I love, or I get to sit in front of the fireplace with my tea and you know, and start to just start to shut yourself down. As you do that more and more often, consistency is key with anything, any habit that you're trying to change. Consistency is always the answer. So you want to consistently do the same thing over and over because that's how you form new neural pathways in your brain. And it's those pathways that are going to be the, the, the thing that you run on for your new habit, right? So put, um, you know, so, so say, two or three, four days, you're going to bed at 1230. 
And now you want to start going to bed at 12. You're going to continue to do the exact same thing before bed that you did before, but you're going to just do it an hour earlier. So instead of, if you want to be in bed by 12, sleeping by 12, you want to start this at 11. Okay, so do you see my process? So you go through this, and now from there you go to 11.30, and then you go to 11, and then... Do you see how it's baby steps, right? It's baby steps. But you want to start the process of learning the new habit to, to, in order to form that pathway. Because if you just decide, okay, I'm going to bed at 12.30 tonight and I'm going to get into bed and I'm going to do the exact same thing. I'm going to watch TV right until the minute I get into bed. I'm going to be on my phone and then you're going to lay there or be frustrated or whatever the case may be and you're still not going to get good sleep. Um, the other thing that you really want to do, and you can, well, I would suggest starting this this new habit at the same time, is not eating before you go to bed. Um, and if you've followed my other podcast and you know about the importance of eating whole food, you know, plant-based, high nutrition, high nutrient-dense food, you will not necessarily be hungry. Like, I'm not hungry at bedtime. I'm not hungry at bedtime. And the other thing is, is that if you drink lots of, lots of liquid, that'll help you from being hungry too. But again, so start where you're at. If you can't, the reason I tell you not to eat before bed is because as you get ready for bed, your, your whole body should get to rest when you go to sleep. Your whole body should. That means your digestive system as well. If you eat a big meal right before you go to bed, your digestive system is going to continue to work through the night. It's going to keep you up. It's going to make you toss and turn. It's going to make you wake up feeling foggy and frustrated and grumpy. And But if you, if you get in the habit of not eating before you go to bed, now all of a sudden your sleep is going to be deeper. It's going to be better, right? You're going to have more energy because you've slept better. And so these things are all connected. And this whole sleeping before we go to bed thing is a huge cause of weight gain because we're not using those, we're not using that food or those calories after we've gone to bed, right? They're just simply being stored. So one of the best ways to lose weight and to be truly, truly healthy is to stop eating late at night. Um, And again, go back through my podcast, but I've got, if you start Everything is connected. If you start eating breakfast at the same time, earlier in the morning, you eat your next meal five hours after that, um, and you, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. And you start to get more, better sleep. You're going to see how much easier it is. When you start to form these habits in your life, it's like everything in life just becomes so much easier because you know when things are going to happen. Like, I got to tell you, we've been traveling for a week and a half already seeing family and getting stuff ready to move back out to BC. And, and, um, it's just been like, we've been staying at people's houses. So we've been eating on their schedules, not ours. We've been eating kind of their food, not ours. Like, I mean, there's things that I would never eat, never, ever eat. And I'm, you know, I'm at someone else's house and there's nothing else for me to eat. So like white bread and jam, I don't eat that at home ever. I don't, I like it, but I don't eat it because I know it's not good for me. And so I've had to, there's no other bread. There's no, or they've got all kinds of meat and cheese and all kinds of stuff, which I'm not going to eat. So the alternative is, is that I'm going to eat the toast and jam over the, over the bacon and the eggs, right? Like I'm not going to, I'm not going to eat the bacon. I'm not even going to touch the bacon. Um, so like, there's all these things. I'm not getting as much water and you know what? It's amazing to me. I'm not like, I'm doing quick workouts in the morning, just kind of in the space that I have in a, in a room that we're in or whatever. Um, but not like my normal stuff, right? 
And I just, I said to my husband yesterday, I said, I just feel like I'm half alive. Like I feel so, so like I have, don't have the energy that I normally do. I feel kind of like brain fog and it's hard for me to get up in the morning. Like, I'm just like, this is crazy. Like I can't wait to get home and get back to normal uh, because I just feel so much better when I'm, when I'm doing the things like that I normally do the way that I know that they work, eating the things that I eat and exercising when I, when I want and drinking all the water that I want, like, you know, that kind of stuff. Anyway, so sleep, 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 good quality sleep is vitally important for weight loss and wellness all the way around. If you don't get good quality sleep and then you go to try and do an exercise routine or you try to make good choices about the food that you want to eat, you're not, you're not going to be able to, you're going to want to grab the, the sugary, sweet, over processed, dairy rich, all of that stuff you're going to grab, you're going to, you're going to go towards that without, without any real strength behind you to, to ward, ward off those temptations. So what I'm saying is sleep is really, really important. So lights out an hour before lights out, don't eat a late night meal. And if you need to start going to bed earlier, just start baby steps. So those are my quick tips for you today. And um, again, if you want to get the vibrant, power pause challenge for free. It's a 14 day challenge that will start you on the process of, of planning things and getting things done in your day and becoming aware of things that you might not have other been wise been aware of. And it's a really awesome challenge. I just, I'm going through it right now. And I just, I'm just finding all kinds of cool things, um, that I'm learning about myself as I go through the challenge. So I know that it will benefit you. So just go to uh, yourvibrantwellness.com and you can just put your email in and you can get that instant access to that for free. So that's, uh, that's my, my uh, tips for you today. I got to run, but have a fantastic day. Take care and God bless.